1: Yoda B. Welcome to the Sportive. I'm here with John. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. Stu. Hi, Stu. Hey, Brandon. Hey, John. And sitting in for Angry Clarence is Angry Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, everybody. So this
0: is... And this is not me just doing another voice. (laughs) I know (laughs) know it sounds exactly like that.
1: You should see it in person. They are identical twins in front of us. Uh, Okay, so first off, right off the bat, I wanted to set the stage that um, this has been a bad week. News is always bad. This is even worse than the usual bad. Uh, But uh, this has always been sort of a refuge from the real world, and I think we're going to stick with that this week as well. Not that we don't care or have an opinion, but we are probably not qualified, and we probably won't be helpful at all with some of our opinions. So we're going to... I get the sense no one cares what we have to say. I think that's true of
0: our sports opinions, but it's definitely true of our news opinions.
1: Especially in this case. If we had something to say, I think that we have developed enough rapport where we would say something if we had a good thing to offer at this point it would be useless and not helpful and we are going to just rage so we're going to we're, we're gonna, gonna be go sad, into our little be
2: sad off mic. We're gonna go into
1: our little cocoon and have our sports rage, which is pretend and fake, yep. and doesn't
2: matter. But uh, w- that will help us feel better as well, and hopefully other people. So or I'll yell at guys with Vikings avatars on Twitter. One of the two. Yeah, exactly. We'll, for, do, we'll do vote for the
0: rent is
1: too damn har- high party. Everybody,
2: <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. That's our, our only our hottest
1: political take. Is that one. Uh, okay, so that being said uh, Again, Clarence is out He's on summer sabbatical So we hope to see him again someday Or hear from him I can't again wait someday. till he gets back I miss him I hope that he is taking notes Clarence, if you're listening to this Please can have a running list of things you wanted to yell at us about Throughout this summer And you can just have one podcast yourself Does that make sense? Should we allow that for Clarence?
0: Well, just If we could teach him to record a podcast We could just have him record one Yeah By you know. himself and then we'll tell him that we put it on the internet, but we don't have to because he'll never know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Wouldn't that be like a video of somebody fighting an imaginary bear? Just him <laughs> punching himself
1: for an yeah. entire solid hour? It's uh, it's an old scene from The Office when Creed, remember Creed yes. from The Office, would email his terrible thoughts to Ryan the 10th and Ryan pretended he put them on the internet and he's just like, I just kept him in a word doc. And even for the word doc, they're pretty frightening. That is the clearance. Uh, anyway, we miss you, buddy. That okay. is the clearance solo podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's get started with uh, some sports talk, some sports news. Sports yakking. I think the biggest yakker of the week is Kevin Durant deciding to go play for the best team of all time. Uh, I have been pretty sour about it since it happened and I don't exactly know why. And I've been on the opposite end of most people that I tend to agree with, which is weird for me because usually, as you know, as a uh, millennial hipster, I basically just all the, all the contrarian takes I just go with. Like in all the smart guys that talk down to other people, I go with. I love talking down to other people. It's so fun. But now all the smart people are talking down to me. Oh, man. And it feels terrible being on the other side. Their basic point is I shouldn't be mad about this and I should be happy for Kevin Durant or some bullshit. Well, I'm not. I'm upset and I feel like it's going to make the NBA, my favorite sport, less fun next year. Can anybody talk me out of that? No, I agree 100% with you. Fuck. And I bet those two people staring at us over there agree with
2: us. The best justification that I saw on Twitter for both Durant and Golden State doing this is they were both up 3-1 in the playoffs. Yep. And they both lost. And they both remember that really fucking well. And I think think that drives it as much as anything. And so I can see it from that vantage point. But, yeah, I mean, Golden State's going to win what 75 games next year <laughs> if they wanted to they could I probably sit people all the time st- I think they will steamroll they'll be even better than last year and isn't I, yeah. I think I'm jumping on a question
0: that long time friend of the podcast and listener Rocket had but isn't this oh, way nice. worse than what LeBron
2: did Yes. Here's a. Uh, Do here's we want to ask? Yeah, yeah. We'll
1: start with. We're going to start and end with an ask. With an ask,
2: sportive from yes. our friend, our friend Rocket. He sent the this angriest person. from uh, iPhone 2G. Um, there's only one cell phone tower left for it. It's in Wilmington, North Carolina. He stands <laughs> under it to send these texts. <laughs> our luddite friend. Rocket. He has to drive an hour and a half to get to the one cell tower left that <laughs> exactly. works with his phone. Okay. So here's this question: Do we now hate Kevin Durant as much as we hated LeBron after the decision? Why not? You fucking hypocrites. Uh we I will answer this is a much more hateable much
1: more a hundred times more hateable. And here's, yep. here's
0: my reason why. I thought about my reason why. LeBron those Cavaliers teams before he went back, the teams that he carried to the finals had no one on them. They had Sideshow Bob LeBron, and Ricky Davis. Sideshow <laughs> Bob, Ricky Davis, two cardboard cutouts and mo williams a, was an all-star yeah, one yeah, a picture of mo williams they just there wasn't much on those teams and he carried him to the finals and the cavaliers were poorly run mm-hmm. and there was a good reason to get out of town you could look at cleveland and say this team is never going to win anything and i would like to have a chance and to do that i have to get away from this terrible cleveland franchise if you look at Kevin Durant, they almost
1: beat the Warriors this year in the playoffs. They would have had probably the number two or three best odds to win the finals yes. next year. They
0: are a very good team. They're pretty well run, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Like their, mm-hmm. their ownership and front office people are very well regarded. They got better
1: over the offseason because yeah. they traded for Oladipo. Exactly.
0: Which, so you look at that and you think, how is this not worse than LeBron? You've you've taken a team that had a legitimate chance of winning the finals and been like, nope, I'm good. I'm gonna go to a team that's virtually guaranteed to win the finals now. That just seems terrible to me.
1: Um it yeah, I totally agree. This the only way That's why sh- I think it's worse. Uh yeah, and I think the equivalent would have been if LeBron would have gone to the Spurs or the Lakers or like a dominant fucking team back then, then we all would have been like, what are you doing? Like, it's not even so much. I'm not really worried about the, you're, I'm not really worried about legacies a whole lot, but as a fan, LeBron going to the heat for me made me more excited for the following season of like, I wonder how that's going to work. I'm definitely going to pay attention. And the heat were bad. And then LeBron came and they were good. And the key, Cavs were good and they left. So there was still like the equivalent amount of competitive teams in the NBA. So it was going to be really interesting to see. And he was still going to be the most important person on his new team and play a ton of minutes. Yeah. This is different because again, we didn't get a new competitive team. They're still amazing. They already were amazing, but we did lose that the highest odds that were going to be in the Western conference finals. That team is just gone now. It just basically disintegrated in thin air. They're gone. Like, like
0: They have a chance that
1: they'll just have to
0: blow it up and start over by the middle of
1: next year. Yeah. I mean, of course, some weird shit can happen. But the overwhelming odds are that the playoffs are going to be a lot less fun next year. Right. And I said it on Twitter, and it maybe sounds hyperbolic, but it's true. Kevin Durant could choose to sit out the entire regular
2: season, and it would not matter. He'd be the Percy Harvin of uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Exactly. Just, you know, just, just show up you, for the Super Bowl, trying to kick
0: back, and it's not a, a it terrible around. idea for the Warriors. Just sort of switch it off. Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant—they can all play about 45 they'll games. be
2: doing, they'll go Uber Popovich on it. They'll yeah. just you know they probably will. Why would they not? W- I mean, exactly. They even especially, if, especially with Curry having a history, you know, especially this year in the playoffs, tweaking his leg like that. I mean, why wouldn't? You'd be giving those guys days off.
1: I mean, they were probably going to be a one seed anyway. If Kevin Durant just sat out and it was still in Oklahoma City, there would have been a much bigger chance that they were a one seed. So if he just decides not to play, I guess the only risk would be that they might be a two seed. That, yeah, they th- might, maybe, but you they want to play them would together enough and, that they're used to playing with each other. Yep. But this, again, is different than the Heat, where it was like Bosch is a new player. Wade is ball-dominant, LeBron, LeBron is ball-dominant. They're going to need a lot of time. This is like Durant never
2: needs – doesn't need the ball. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's always he been fine off it. fits in perfectly with what they already do. Yeah. yeah. He could just be Harrison Barnes. Is there a thing ahead of first-team all-defense? Because he's going to be ahead of first-team all-defense. <laughs> yeah. I he's, mean, it's just – it, I mean, it makes so much sense, but it's just like – right, like you said, it's just Jesus. I, I'm going to disagree with you guys. And here's my Get out of here. Here's my fucking reasoning, Bayless,
0: because this has this has increased the chances of it being really funny when they fail. This is this is like. You know yep. how every so often, like Kentucky, suddenly in the round of in the Sweet Sixteen, will shoot eleven percent from the floor and you know go crashing out of the NCAA tournament. It's a it's great just, feeling. It's just the mm-hmm. funniest thing that ever happened. Yep. This has the potential for even more than that because the expectations are so high. Like it's true. It, it seems legitimately possible that they'll go undefeated <laughs> <laughs> through the season.
1: So every yeah. time they lose a game, it will be the greatest thing that ever happened. This would be the number and actually it's more of a question would this be if they didn't win it the number one and we always mispronounce this so I'm gonna see if I can get it right this time Schadenfreude Schadenfreude I think that was wrong yeah no I think I got it Schadenfreude Schadenfreude it would be a real language what would be be... top three it would have to be yeah Um, because for me thanks you can just set it down wherever um the previous one was the Lakers. If you remember, they had they were in their uh, in like oh four oh five. They were in their prime, and Carl Malone and Gary Payton joined in one year deals just to chase yep. a ring. And they got they swept through basically the Western Conference, and then got swept by the Pistons. Mm-hmm. That felt amazing. That oh, was John. really great.
0: I got some enjoyment in hockey. Marion Hosa signed with a different team every year, and every year he lost the finals. Oh, okay. (laughs) Including one year. I think he was on the Penguins... They lost the finals, so he signed with the Red Wings, and then they lost the finals to the Penguins or something like that. <laughs> Classic. I can't. I can't remember the exact that. order. So you you, you of guys the event, are seeing this, though, right? Like, what if Durant and Curry both got hurt? Normally, it would be would depressing. Love God, because, I would love that. You know, it's like
2: oh, two, of the, best two of the best players. players really, you'd feel really sad. Really it's like God. <gasps> you
0: don't want to take joy in someone getting injured.
2: Um, okay, well, counterpoint, yes, I do.
0: Okay, that's that's <laughs>
2: also fair. Okay,
0: but now it would be the funniest thing that ever happened. Watching Clay Thompson take forty-five shots a game and the Warriors. Lose every game by twenty because they don't have any defense or depth or mm-hmm. Thompson, any, anything like a big man or because they're getting rid of Bogut, right? Yeah, I think he's uh, yeah, gone. So they he's they on have, Dallas. So it would it would also be funny to watch you know somebody who can actually play in the post, you know, t- take take whoever they've got down to the block and score about fifty.
1: You know, okay, it it is, is, but that's never going to happen. They just need to all get injured. They need to have two of the guys, they both need to get injured for it to be funny, right? Because it would be hilarious if we have to see Clay Thompson try to run when he dribbles four. All of a sudden, have to be like, God, what? What do I have to do? I have to bring a ball up the court? (laughs) But it's just unlikely. Right, so, I want it to happen. Yeah, if if, if you're if you're me, and the only
0: reason you pay attention to the rest of the league other than your team is to hope that people will fail, <laughs> yeah,
1: then this is actually an improvement. Okay, all right. So that's our only our only hope is um, is uh, season ending, horrifying injuries. Not injuries. I mean, even if they... A suspension would be fine. Uh, yeah, imagine I'm sort of if they like a lost drug in the Western
0: Conference semifinals to the Thunder because Russell Westbrook's put up 60 a game. Yeah. That would yeah. be the funniest thing I've ever Oh my heard god! Of. Imagine if they all got suspended for drug use. It'd be great. That would be even Some sort better.
1: sort of weird Silicon Valley, like, enhancement yep. pill that Lakeup gave them. Methamphetamine, exactly. Like that Limitless movie yeah. or whatever. They all figured that out. The brain thing. Okay. Whatever those things are called. Nootropics. Sure, I, I think never those saw this are... movie, but that would be funny. That's what yeah. we're looking for yeah. here. Uh, but I think Rocket is—we're on Rocket's side, right? Of I think course, we're on Rocket's side. Kevin this is Durant, worse than its very weird because everybody loved Durant, including me. And I haven't come to terms with exactly how I feel about him. Besides, this was like the lamest thing in the world. I honestly don't think that. I think we could sit and talk about how surreal it is forever. Like yeah. just how unprecedented and crazy the best regular season team of all time getting a top 5 player in his prime. It's uh it's it's crazy to me. It's uh, you just can't it's sort of like in in a in a terrible thing but like you know you could like never stop talking about how crazy it is that Trump is the yeah. like nomination. You just couldn't ever get to the bottom of it and be like okay, we thought through it and now it We've figured it out, like you just could never get to the bottom of this making sense. One thing that makes me feel better about it all, though is when these sort of things happen, and they're rare, but like these sort of super teams and parodies over and all those sort of things this is, from, from my understanding, is an absolute exception that can probably never happen again. It's, yeah. For number one, Steph Curry is the obviously uh, MVP unanimous on a contract that's like a mid-level veteran. Like he's making like the 50th most money in the league. That's not ever going to happen again. Um, and then a salary
2: cap is never going to go up, whatever it's going up, like 20% yeah, in one absolute, year. Just a confluence of things that are not replicable and in tandem at all. Those two things will never happen again. Yeah. At all. And
1: maybe, I mean, I don't even know if one of those will happen again. We've never seen anything like either, either one of those maybe, two scenarios. Guess,
2: honestly, it could happen here because, like, Towns could take another step up from what he did last year and just have an incredibly friendly deal. I mean, it's just... That's it. It's the only, but that's, rookie deal
1: is kind of the only, and even rookies it. that are good are still like, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll happen again. And this, the cap won't be going up as much next year and it'll probably be fair, you know, non-drastic in in following years. But you also not only had to have those two things happen, but you also had to have Durant want to go there, which.
0: That is the part that still blows my mind because Kevin Durant was sort of held up as the, This is what a superstar should be like kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, he's loyal to this town that sucks Mm -hmm. in the middle of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to go to Oklahoma. No. But he's loyal to this town, and everybody loves him, and everyone thinks he's doing things the right way. He's making fun of LeBron when LeBron goes to Miami, and everyone sort of looks at it and says, well, NBA players are blah, 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 but Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's all right. And then it's a totally turnaround and screw over that team, not only in the sense of he's going somewhere else, mm-hmm. but he's going to a place that guarantees that the Thunder have no chance of
2: now winning the Western Conference. Yeah, Ask a Sonics fan how that is. They have, yeah. they, have a, they, have a, they have a much uh, more I sanguine w- opinion about that. I was <laughs> going to say,
0: this is what Oklahoma City fans deserve. Yeah. Oh, Yeah kind of sucks when somebody just comes in and swoops everything and swoops <laughs> <in> and <laughs> you you love, everything. And it and takes everything away dreams dashed yep.
1: immediately that's really terrible isn't it oklahoma yeah. city fans i yeah. hope you choke yeah it is funny i mean you say that he was held up that way a lot of it is he was held up that way because of the things he said and the way he acted so it's not like it was like a media created thing yeah it
0: wasn't just like <laughs> it wasn't like he was a white guy and everyone oh he does things the right way he's the next
1: time in basketball no, it was because of his actions and words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was funny, one of the quotes that I've seen a bunch of times recently is he's always talked about this issue with uh, being second. Like, I was the second best player on my high school team. I was the second best recruit out of high school. I was number two pick and the yada, yada, yada. Just I've always, I've never really been. So for him now to to complain about that repeatedly for years and then now proactively decide to be the to go to the one of two teams you could go to to still be the second best player on the team it's like well that's not really a valid yeah. comment anymore. You I wanted to be the if, he's the
0: MVP. You knew if, that. If you were an Oklahoma City fan, you would feel like I ne- I never understood anything about him. Everything I thought I knew about Kevin Durant Was is wrong. actually a lie. Fair. Oklahoma City fans just found out their wife was cheating on them, basically. Mm-hmm. That's also true of every other athlete, though. That you don't know anything about them? Right. No, well, well, some guys are not like surprised when they... Yeah, like Brett Favre, when he turned out to be a terrible person, that surprised no one. <laughs> Everyone was like, yeah, that's, this is not the only time Brett Favre has been terrible.
1: This was probably one of the bigger gut punches to an actual city that I can remember for a long time. LeBron, obviously. That was probably the second. Even, like, when Pujols left St. Louis, it was crazy, but I think enough people knew that he was, I don't know. Plus, that was funny because it happened to Cardinals fans. Yeah, and it was great. (laughs) I mean, I loved it. I'm still happy about it. But, uh, yeah, in other ones, you could just tell, like, this small, you know, of course they're going to leave. Like, Kevin Love forcing his way out of Minnesota. No one was like, wow, I... My whole opinion of him has changed. It's like, no, we knew who he was and what he was yeah, like. Yeah, like
0: when Kevin Garnett got traded, no one was like, boy, I can't believe KG wanted out of Minnesota. Right. Everyone was like, good, I'm glad he's gone. We were gone. pushing him out.
1: Like, go. <laughs> good for him.
0: Run away. Run far away from us, KG. You need to leave us. You need to get out of here and never look back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we mostly agree.
0: We mostly agree that Kevin Durant is a terrible, terrible person, except for Dave who is excited to see them fail. No. <laughs> you, I'll just I'll just go dad on it. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's not good. Yeah, that's That's true. not good, that, Kevinder, that, hurt, that hurt me, and I'm not even involved in this situation. <laughs> You're not even <laughs> Stu's son. I'm sorry, Stu. I didn't mean it. I'll it's do better okay. later. It's okay. But, yeah, you guys just let the hate flow through you. That's the important thing here.
1: It does. Yes, I am letting it flow through. How about a silver lining? Uh, one of my patented proxy silver linings. Here it is. There is one less competitive team for the Wolves to worry about in the near future as we ascend our way through
2: into the playoffs and through the playoffs. What do you think? That's helpful. I mean, it's basically us in Utah for the eighth seed, right? Yep. Shit.
0: So there's one fewer team for them to compete with and one more team that
2: they couldn't possibly beat in a seven-game Same number of teams. If they played really well this year, they could play them in the first round of the playoffs.
0: So what you're saying is the silver lining is the the Timberwolves are not that much more far behind the Warriors than they were before.
1: The Timberwolves could be the uh, mid-2000 Minnesota Twins here. How about this? (laughs) How about a better way to put it? The odds of us going to the Western Conference Finals in 2018... Are a tiny bit higher with this decision.
2: Sure. Huh? Hey, yeah, D- huh? Durant. It's a two-year. Uh, it's a two-year deal, right? Yep. For Durant, and that's like he has an option. Does he have the option on the second year? Uh, it's just. It's a year. I think it's actually one and a player option. Okay. So essentially yeah. two years. Yeah. So basically this is this is really a cash in for him. I mean, mm-hmm. he could very well end up. Back in Oklahoma City, for all we know. God, damn I it. would love Lears. if he
0: went back to Oklahoma City. and was like, "I'm home, everyone!" And I'm they home. just booed him for a <laughs> solid season. <laughs> oh yeah, just like how Cleveland didn't really accept LeBron when he came back. Yeah, yeah no LeBron kidding. is from there. I think that's different. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I just think want, Oklahoma City's desperate. I just want Kevin Durant anything. booed everywhere he goes next year by like every fan base. That will happen. Let's all just funny. let's band well. together to hate Kevin Durant. A One man thing, who clearly <laughs> cares what people think about him.
1: I, I don't know if he'll be booed. I think LeBron was such a the first of it ever happening that now people don't have the energy to boo as much as they did, even though this was worse than LeBron. But, I mean, it was funny to watch people turn around to just
0: loathing the Warriors in the course of the playoffs. You know, they were the darling of everyone. Like, yeah. oh, man, the Warriors. You, you know, you can't couldn't turn on, like, espnation.com without six Steph Curry gifs or gifs. I'm not taking a position on that one. gif. Gif.
2: Gif. Official, don't say Jeff. Just to be contrarian, that's Come on. Not, don't don't be do it. it. It's not
0: don't. graphics interchange format, John. <sighs> Dave, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, Dave and I are going to brawl in the parking lot but, after but this. Yeah, so yes, I mean, so the awesome. Warriors were already the most hateable team in the NBA, and this has advanced them to some extra super kind of hate, like if the Heat with LeBron and Bosch and Wade, that same year, had managed to go back in time and sign, like,
1: Bill (laughs) Lambier. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I wonder who... The closest thing to Lambier these days is Draymond, Draymond, right? Right. Very easily? Okay, good. Or Draymond, as uh, Britt Robson calls him. Draymond. (laughs) Draymond. 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 Uh, Okay, so they're just very easily hateable. Sorry. Maybe that's another silver lining, is we can be united as a country... And our hatred of the Warriors. And it feels good to hate anything coming out of Silicon Valley. And I want to make fun of Joe Lacob, the owner of the Warriors, because of his we're light years ahead of every other organization quote, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, But he also has Curry and Durant on the same team. So I can't really say much about him or to him. Didn't he say
0: this in the interview, in that famous or infamous interview? Like... Their big idea for the off season was signing Kevin Durant.
1: No, I don't remember if he did. I, I, th- I thought that was. Like, I believe that though.
0: I thought that was like one of his points. Like we're thinking of things that no one else has thought of. Yeah. We're gonna pick I up think, a guy like Kevin Durant. I yeah. think Dave's right. That's oh amazing. boy, we're really thinking outside the box. Here's the third best player in the league, and we're thinking about getting him on our team. <laughs> Actually, that might have been Sam Hinkie that said that. That sounds like a hinky as is. Too soon.
2: He's right, he's right there. Too
0: soon, John. He's right there. You know what um, we're trying to do here is get good players to sign with our team. The one and
1: thing how we're going to do that is we're going to be terrible. The John, I don't... I can't. I just can't. Just, just lay off, man. Yeah. The one thing that Joe Lacob... Uh, the problem with sports is that your... Deci- the shitty decisions you either made or didn't make or tried to make are very public and very obvious. Like with his investing in certain... You know, I want to invest in this company that went belly up. Nobody would ever have to know that he wanted that, so he can just still look like a genius, you know? But he's on the record of saying he would have, you know, because they traded Monte Ellis for Andrew Bogut. He's on the record, quote, of he would have also traded Curry for Bogut. Like, we would have traded either one of those guys. Yep. And then he also... Um, what was the second one? Oh, he tried to sign uh, Dwight Howard. They had, like, max space. So... It's hard, if you know those things, to call him a genius. He he just has to hope that people aren't paying attention to that. Yep. Like, God, I hope... Sort of it like with a,
0: Sam Hinkie, you just have to hope people aren't paying attention, and then you love the process.
1: You know, it's actually the opposite of that, John. You need people to pay attention to understand how many assets he's oh. been able to accrue and how those things are, when they're going to come to fruition really soon, they're, you'll see. You'll see.
0: Yes. just actually, You'll they, see. They have three centers with chronic leg injury. <laughs> Most teams don't even have one. <laughs> Undervalued asset. <laughs> Undervalued asset? Guys who can't play? As Albert, Undervalued. As Albert Bernico said... If your entire process is, do some, is to do something that David Kahn can luck into backwards, that's not a
1: process. He's being purposely dishonest with that statement. No, he's not being purposely dishonest. The whole, he's been paying attention enough to know that Sam Hinkie's whole point was luck happens with the lottery. You need to have enough of them or something's going to pan out. You can't plan on just one thing working out.
2: So he's so, like, I need a lot
1: of these options. So, of course, a team like the Timberwolves will be poorly run and luck into a, a guy. That's a one way to do it. But more often, you're going to have fucking Sacramento or whoever that is in the lottery every single year, but they're so poorly run. Unless they get lucky, as they did one year with Cousins, they're screwed. So he's like, we just need to have as many as we can and increase our odds. That's the way to do it, to, to defend against bad luck, which they have obviously had. And even with bad luck, they still have a lot of really good players and a good future. Go Sixers. All I know is this podcast Brandon is over. See you, is, everybody. I'll talk to you next week. There's
0: <laughs> a stop years, button. Your team had two years of Sam Hinkie so far, and my team's general manager made picks you hated and then died. And I'm feeling <laughs> real good about
1: our five year bet. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just have to get good. We got really good luck, right? Because we've talked about the pain trade was terrible. We talked about I badly wanted to C.J. McCollum, and he didn't take him. He took Shabazz and Jang instead, and there's been all these other things, but got Towns. And how'd he get him? Tanking. Mm-hmm. A purposeful tank job that worked.
0: So it's fine. <laughs> I love how we're still spending 10 minutes arguing about Sam Hickey, even now the hatred just flows through this podcast. And well, it's we wondering. talked
1: about it. I know nobody cares. So I'll go quick, but I wasn't sure if I was immediately going to start hating the Sixers, you know, because they because uh, my guy left. But I find myself still rooting for him because these are all, this is still Hinky's vision until it turns and I probably won't like him but right now, this is still like the, these are his guys. So at, for the time being, I'm still hugely on go Sixers. And this is year one of the redemption tour. Sam Hinkey redemption starts this year. Three years of sucking and the problem is it was so politicized it feels like it's been 10 years. It's actually just been three years. Um, and now they're going to start getting good this year. Getting better. On the way up. Upswing.
0: Sam hinkie has gone,
1: but Brandon can still
0: execute the plan, which is whatever happens, claim it was the plan all along. <laughs> Unless it doesn't work. <laughs> and then it wasn't part of the process. Then it was like, all if right. you would have let him stick around. Let's okay, spend yeah, no we'll more time on Sam Hinkie.
1: Okay, so uh, quick, if before we move on to other sports, Timberwolves basically sat out in free agency, uh, which is not great. Uh, they needed some help, and they have a ton of cap space. They got Sounds Cole like Cole Aldridge. They got Cole Aldridge, which is a really good signing for you know, seven million a year, which is super reasonable, and he's been a pretty good player. I mean, I've seen him play about thirty seconds. So, except it's the kind of thing the Wild would do in free agency, and oh thing, no,
0: because you know he's from Bloomington. Yep, and That's true. the Wild only sign guys who are one of us in some way, and it never works. So, I'm just saying, if you look like the Wild, you're doing something bad. That's a that's good point. True. If the story mentions, "Oh, he always lives here during the off season," you know that's not going well.
1: It makes me feel better that, from all accounts, Thibodeau and Leighton couldn't give two shits about that sort of thing. But if this would have been a flip signing, I would have immediately been like, "I hate it. I hate it" because of that reason. Because we do that all the time. So it makes me feel a little bit better that it's Thibodeau. But yeah, who knows? Either way, it's they needed a backup center. He's been pretty good, so fuck it. That's fine. And there's Brandon Rush. And Brandon Rush, who's... He has the same name as you. Call him a I like he's that. Shooter. Uh He's a shooter. He's an okay shooter. Um, he's not great. He doesn't
2: play any defense whatsoever. Now, now
1: and, are furious when you get a chance? Just,
2: uh, he um, doesn't play any defense, which is bad. When did he pitch for the Mets? <laughs> well, that's Glendon Rush. I'm Glendon sorry. Rush, Glendon yeah. Rush, Brandon. Yeah.
1: Who uh, is also a free agent uh, that the Wolves are looking at signing. You would have to think. He's got a beard great arm i don't know how that's going to help him um old glenrush so they are maybe you know bright side of things is thibodeau was going to take a hard line on who he wanted and didn't want to overpay for anybody and that's why they didn't overpay for again uh Lual dang or somebody that they could have used there's also the possibility that he was just overwhelmed at the money and and couldn't make any offers to beat anybody else, and they're not going to go into it next year looking as good as they possibly could have. I'm not really sure what the answer is, um, but I think before we won 29 games last year, I believe, mm-hmm. before the season, or before free agency started, people were thinking like, oh, maybe 500. You know, hey, 41, 42 would be sweet. And I don't think that's really changed at all, Whereas no. some teams did get better, so I don't know. Maybe, do you think it was a case
0: of Let's wait another year and see what we need at the end of this year. I think that I might have so. been the case see for the free agents.
2: Yeah. It when it like, comes eh, to free agents. They years. The, they're the Timberwolves. I don't want to go freeze my ass off for six months. They're not going to be any good. Just because they have $40 million in cap space or whatever doesn't mean they have to spend it. And doesn't mean they're going to find someone who will take yeah. it. I mean...
0: Yeah, exactly. We're basically making the same excuses for the Timberwolves oh, that we I think, used think
2: make for the Twins. I think they're valid excuses in this yeah. case because it's... Give them another year. Give, Car-
1: give them another year. Yeah. I, I think it's valid, too, if I was a free agent. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, sure, they have promise. Tons of teams have promise. Let's see if they're actually any good. So let's shoot for play. eight seed. And
0: Kevin Durant just signed with the Warriors, so I better go someplace good if I want to have any chance of winning
1: anything. Yeah, exactly. I got
0: to do something better than promise
1: here. Yeah.
0: And if I could play an Eastern
1: Conference, that'd be all right too. Yeah, I'm surprised there aren't a ton of, yeah. I'm surprised Durant didn't go to Boston. That's what I would have done if I were him. Just get out of the West? Hell yes. Get away yeah, from it. That makes sense. Uh, okay. So, should we be done talking about hoops? Is that enough? Let's be done with hoops. enough hoops? Uh, What else did
2: we want to talk about? Do we remember? Uh, uh, Our special guest, uh, John's brother, Dave. Oh, yeah. Well, we're
0: going to do a little Twins mid-season review because we hit the halfway point last week, I think.
2: Yes. And then yes. they started. But the apathy was so great, we waited another week. Just because <laughs> they, yeah, we'll get to it. They started the second half with a couple of wins. So I thought they were knows, turning guys. around. Maybe mm-hmm. they
0: might be. Maybe they were twenty-seven and fifty-four in the first half, but they'll be fifty-four and twenty-seven in the second half, which is five hundred. Ooh, still lower than people thought. Mm, yeah, <laughs> if they win literally half the, two-thirds of their games, sorry, the rest of the way, they'll still be terrible. They're on pace to win like 56 games or something, I think? or It's disappointing because my whole, after the first month of the season, what I really wanted was for them to lose 120 games. Because if you're going to lose, you might as well be, be historic. historically terrible. Yep. Yeah. But now they seem to be sort of fine right now, and they keep winning games. They won two in a row this week. Against
1: a decent team. Yeah. So. The odds are that their second half will be better than their first half. <laughs> Just purely <laughs> yeah. because it has to be, right? Yeah. Yep. I would pay, I think I would pay like $20 to flip-flop halves, no matter what, and have whatever just happened in the first half happen in the second half, because that would increase the odds of them cleaning house. Yep. I would pay 20 U.S. funds, American dollars, to whatever organization I had to, to make that happen. He's so... You have to have somebody that's going
0: to make the twins worse than we ever thought. It's like could a magical be. Kickstarter sort of deal. So like me. Basically, you just need to pay the twins' front office. <laughs> I <and> would give you <laughs> their ways of doing things. Oh, it'd be great. They already tried all the things they can do to make the team bad. Like, and if they had their, if they had their way, they'd still be making them worse. But Plouffe got hurt, and they had to move Sano to the infield. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and Park was so bad they had to send him down. Right, mm-hmm. circumstances conspired to keep them from making the twins <laughs> as bad as they wanted. Oh my God! Like that's they had they had a plan terrible. to make them worse than they are, but they haven't been able to pull it off thanks to injuries. Ah, uh, rappy players keep getting hurt. <laughs> making better replacements have to come into the lineup because
1: they have no one else. Trevor, you can't be heard. You're supposed to block progress. <laughs>
2: now you got to put Sano over here and have Kepler stay out in right field where they're both really good. You've seen Sano at 30s.
0: Great. Fuck. Yeah, they, they, they wanted to send Kepler down and put Sanoa back in
2: right to destroy the team. Or actually platoon Sano yeah. with Danny Santana. Yeah, well, yeah. obviously. you got to get, get Santana you in get, the lineup. Right, you find course. ways for a Danny Santana. That versatility, you can't keep that out
1: of the lineup. <laughs> the oh. diffidence maker, as I like to call them.
2: And, I mean, they're still trying. They're playing Robbie Grossman and uh, Eduardo Nunez. Okay, okay, day. okay. No,
1: no
0: uh, future Dave, Hall of Famer, Dave, Rob let's, uh, let's, let's just uh, Dave, I feel like we have a Rob Grossman stat shift, here.
2: Shift back down on the
0: old uh, Robbie Grossman. Over their last 25 games, Grossman's slugging percentage is lower than Buxton's. 25 games? Yeah. Small that's, sample that's size. A, that's not a tiny sample size. That's <laughs> not like over the last week. Sixth of the season. It's a sixth it's of paramount. the season. It's not a fifth of a season. So also, true. Robbie Grossman is the ninth worst defensive player in the American Apologize. League. Apologize.
1: No kidding? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's based on which
0: stat? Uh, defensive runs saved. And which, which site is defensive runs Durst? saved? Durst? You're, um, you're
2: going to use Durst to take down Robbie Grossman uh, in front of, in front of, of God of everybody. Baseball ready. Info Solutions <laughs> but, uh, does are runs saved. Baseball reference run by a friend, Hans von Schlüten. Hans von, von
0: Schlüten. Uh, so going by defensive runs saved, how are the twins overall? Uh, they're bad like historically bad or just the worst in the American League? Bad. So I, I was tweeting about this a couple of weeks ago. They've improved slightly yeah. since then but by there's a stat called defensive efficiency that's basically trying to measure like what percentage of balls in play the defense turns into outs. Which is basically based on the assumption that over a large sample it'll be about the same for any, any team. Well I mean and you're, so you're just you're measuring yeah. something fairly simple.
1: You know, and and that's a pretty good, but if your pitchers are giving up a higher velocity off the bat or line drive percentage, you'd expect, I wonder if it's calculated against that number, because that would make sense. Yeah, but that
0: has to, I mean, number one, you can't go back to 1877 with that. No. And number two, I'm guessing what you would say is that generally evens out over time, like batting average on balls in play? I would think. That's the, that's if the pitching, general theory. If your pitching staff is terrible, I guess it probably would be worse in general. But it's close enough where it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. close. It's a good enough, like, finger to the wind. Right? All right. So right. defensive efficiency, <clears throat> number of yeah. outs, number of balls in place, and number of outs. So they've improved some because they had to take Sanoa out of right field because he got hurt, and they had to put a real outfielder in place. Sad. Um, and things like that. But... Uh, for a while, they were on track to be the second-worst defensive team in baseball history, or at least back to the dead ball era.
1: <laughs> we don't need to go farther. That
0: was yeah. when they had, the, you were, like, through underhand, and you got seven balls. The yeah, best part was four Dave, outs. Dave was, like, progressively looking up these stats, so he sends me a message and says, the Twins are the second-worst team since World War II. And I was like, that's kind of amazing. And uh, a little while later, he sends me another message that says, the Twins are actually the second-worst team since dead ball. And a little bit after that he looks it up and says, "The Twins I looked up the stats from the National League in 1877 and the Twins would be the fourth worst team that year and they didn't even wear gloves." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like not it good. was it was not only historically bad, it was historically ludicrous how bad they were on defense. And I <sighs> think <laughs> I think yeah. the other best part of that was that the other thing that Dave noticed was the worst team, the only team that was worse to them, was like the 2007? The, the 2007 Rays. The 2007 Ooh. Rays. Yeah, I believe Mac Wilson pointed out, the next year turned around and won the American League. And they were actually the best defensive team in the league that year, largely because they traded two terrible terrible defensive two players. of the worst defenders in the league jason bartlett for jason Bartlett. fuck you guys have pointed <laughs> this out on the podcast a couple of times but one of the tough parts about rebuilding if you're the twins is you don't have a twins to dump
1: people on <laughs> i know that's all the whole thing about like well somebody will take irv santana like okay he's had two good starts i mean he's been pretty shitty i mean he's we might get something for him, and a player to be named later.
2: An A not got a small I mean, sample size. He yeah. has a career sample size. Yep, people know what Irvin Santana is.
1: Yeah, it's like oh, well, you know, he's had a few good starts. But it's like there's one team in the league that would make that trade, and we're at. Yep, right. mm-hmm. and I mean, right now we're stuck looking
0: at you know who would be stupid enough to give us something anything for Eduardo Nunez and Robbie Grossman based on <laughs> a half a season and not notice their <laughs> terrible defense imagine and there's one team in the league and it's us yeah yeah and you'll notice that they keep running those guys out there every day and i think actually you know think they're good defenders that's the amazing thing about how bad the twins are defensively they don't notice it they, they they i think they honestly think they're a good defensive team because Doug Minkiewicz was good in the field in 2001.
1: If I had any faith in the organization at all, I would say they're obviously throwing them out there to keep their trade value high because they're playing well, whatever, and they'll ship them off as soon as they get a warm body in return. But I don't have any faith in that whatsoever. I mean, the,
0: the Twins are the only team in the league that when someone calls them up and offers a trade they go to baseball reference and sort the team stats by batting average and they're like, well, he's got the second highest batting average on the twins. He must be good. Yeah. Yeah. And we know they don't know what they're doing because they gave Kurt Kurt, Kurt Suzuki a contract. Yeah. The worst defensive catcher anyone's ever seen. (laughs) I I maintain that he was good until Oakland would have him somehow catch 195 games a year for a while. Mm -hmm. Don't you defend Kurt Suzuki. (laughs) I'm just saying, he was average, and now he's terrible. But the Twins did just re-sign him to a contract, so... There's no defending the Twins, either. It's like he
1: has the workload of that Salvador Perez. Yeah. (laughs) Only he weighs 112 pounds. Like, maybe he shouldn't have that workload. It's
0: like Salvador Perez in eight years when he can't walk anymore. Right. The Twins will give him a three-year contract. Go ahead and note that down, everyone. Put it in your tweet deck to tweet eight years from now and see if Salvador Perez isn't on the twins then.
1: There was an article on I think it was Twinkie Town. I don't only follow a couple twins sites and that's one of them. Just right, uh, one of the essential the twins. Stu's there. own, Steve Newman's own site, Twinkie Town. Thank you. And it just sort of ran down a, a list of all the transactions through the years of why why are they in this position? Why are well, they the, so there? Um, Andrew Brisgornia, I believe. Is that, that who did that? Yeah. It was earlier this I week, Andy, I believe. So. it was Andy, it yeah. is our friend Andy. Andy B-G. So. Yes. Monday or Tuesday on Twinkie Town, um, just this very long article. And I honestly uh, I don't know why Andy. Mm-hmm. is such an asshole for doing that. It was so <laughs> cruel. I, can't, I mean, we forget. We, we talk about it on this podcast all the time, but we don't fucking lay it all out in order yeah. and have it all researched and shit. It's too much. At any one time, it's you too... can't remember every
0: stupid thing they did. And he did, and like he wrote it all remember down. remember J.J. Hardy and the time they resigned Mike Pelfrey. <laughs> that's like two of them. But the you 30... don't remember the seven
2: <laughs> in between those two things. <laughs> I,
0: I had forgotten they traded uh, Wilson Ramos for Matt Caps.
2: That's yeah, on no one, there. That's like the. the that's, that's honestly yeah, that's like one of the highlights. Number one with a bullet. I mean Jesus.
1: And uh, and yeah, the Delman and the Hardy and the million other things they did. It's just, just all written down. And we I had to reread it, and of course I did because I'm an idiot for some reason. I was like, I know this is gonna be bad.
0: You're in I'm gonna be. Fan. I'm like gonna be yourself. super
1: mad if I read this, and then I just fucking read every word. You know, when, you, when you've got a front office that's managed to
0: win one playoff series in a quarter century, you want to give them they 14 need, or 15 chances needs to get to it right. It. I mean, I, they're just... I, I, I think John pointed this out over the weekend. I think they signed Byung-Ho Park because they signed Chili Davis in the offseason before 1991. So they decided that all they really needed was a DH, yeah. even though they had five to six DHs on the roster. We but, talked about
1: that as being... An overlooked, awful, awful decision. Not only for, not not because the money was a lot or anything, but just of what it did for the future and and how Son- how pissed off Sano must be of like, what am I doing with this organization? Yeah, I,
0: like I, the one flexible thing they could do was putting Miguel Sano a designated hitter where he thrived last year. Yep. And they looked at it and they said, not only are we going to get rid of our one flexibility. We're also not going to move Sano to his position. Yeah, we're going to move the one piece we shouldn't be screwing with. Yeah, as far as possible. That's right. That's
1: exactly That's just mm-hmm. stupid. So, is would Sano? I, I guess just the hope is that he just forgets that all of this happened by the time he's like up for a, By the time he's a free agent, is like, oh, they worked it out. I know they put me in right field, and I can't if I didn't die out there, but they're better now.
0: It could happen. There was <laughs> there was a story in the paper the night that Kef- Kepler drove in seven runs. They said he was watching a, a videotaped at bat, and Sano wandered in and was like, oh, you got seven RBIs tonight. I got eight last year. That's the record. And so Kepler was kind of sad because he didn't get eight. After the game, they said... Don't worry, Sino can't count. <laughs> I was gonna say he didn't ever. Somebody literally said to him, "Sino can't count." You have the record.
1: He had six last year, so it's possible Sino will forget. Let's hope. That's again, that's uh, your patented silver lining. Yes, yeah. yes. I this hope
0: they bring great. back Corey Koski to put peanut butter in Sino's underwear. No, <laughs> Corey just... Koski just in the clubhouse
2: pranking people. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Or Maybe if, they, if, if they let go of Molitor and bring up Minkevich, Koski will probably have a role. They I will, they will so. get the band back together. They're you gonna get, gonna get, role? You're going to get Pruszynski. You're going to get Ortiz. You're going to oh, get Johan. It's going to be imagine
1: awesome. as the
0: bullpen coach? Oh, my
1: God. You, I, just throwing any, firecrackers any, 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 any the of, <laughs> Always charging the mound from the bullpen. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Right it's out just a stuff. regular walk. He didn't even get hit by a pitch. Here comes AJ. AJ. All right, guys. Let's go back to the – let's go back. I thought I, I – I, I, I saw him trotting to first. I thought he got hit. Sorry.
0: It, it would be great when they cut to, like, the pitchers warming up from the bullpen and they're, like, trying to throw around AJ while he's, like, tanning with a six-pack <laughs> sitting on his chest. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him so much. I still, this is a good time to bring up my favorite internet clip of all time. When Brzezinski was in Chicago, some, I think, a Chicago Tribune sports writer decided that he could steal a base on AJ Brzezinski. So the, after a spring training game, somehow Brzezinski agreed to this just because he's a jerk. And the sports writer's standing on first, and they got somebody to pitch, and he's trying to steal a base on a major league catcher and just getting thrown out by three steps repeatedly over and, <laughs> over, and over and over. And it wasn't just like one time, like, oh, I tried and I failed. As it turns out, a sports writer's not fast enough yeah. to steal a, ba- steal a base, even if Pierzynski has one of the weaker arms in the league. No but surprising. he kept going and going and getting farther and farther from second base. Now he's and all was tired just, and... Oh, it was just wonderful to watch Pierzinski repeatedly nailing this guy more and more easily at second base. Uh, I, there was also one... Who is that guy who was just an absolute scrub for the Celtics? Brian Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini he was playing somebody <laughs> yeah. one-on-one. It immediately knew. Somebody won a contest to play him one-on-one. And, of course, Scalabrini just dusted him because he's a professional basketball Even player. Even though he's bad, he's yeah. way better he's than anybody you ever met. He's not a good NBA player, yeah. but he's better than everyone. And... I just enjoy watching people's hubris be so cruelly exposed. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying.
1: Good point. Good point. Uh, I am all twinsed out. Anything else? you got else? any
0: other good stats for us, Dave? Yeah, I like think you got to run uh-huh.
1: He got a couple of hits lately, but for a while,
0: Buxton was on track to be the 10th player in baseball history to play 100 games and have twice as many strikeouts as hits.
1: <laughs> strikeouts to hits. And that's, that, that's not good. He's been, he's been bad. He's been getting,
2: better. Yep. Yeah, he's getting he has better. He's been better. He Although be- better doesn't necessarily exactly. mean much. In a, no. in, a, in a change from Twins' way of thinking, he's, they're doing exactly what they should be doing. just letting him go out there. Right. Because they sent him to and Rochester fail. and he destroyed the league. Exactly. He's too good for any league that's not yeah. the American. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I mean. Bad at ninth. If you and hit buck 50, who gives a shit? great defensively. Just, he's, I mean, are there stats on how many runs he's? I think it's actually zero. He's oh. okay defensively oh, okay. so far. Sorry, never mind. Really? Never yeah.
1: mind. I thought I saw that he was good defensively as well.
2: What I, does Durs say about
1: it? Yeah, you're stupid. Show us Durs. Us your Durs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> write why shows why did you tell me to, me to look one. up facts before I came <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> I just wanted to as see you, low. <laughs> <laughs> it's good hazing. All right, so it's like when Hans comes on and has repeated facts at his fingertips, and we're like, "Fart noise, that doesn't make any sense." Yep. Yeah, get out of here. That's not where we had a terrible argue about, argument about ultimate zone rating with. Was it Parker? That's I Parker. think it was Parker. Yeah. yes, there was because uh, uh, Denard, was Span Denard Span Span, argument? Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: so. I think he that's just right. saw Denard Spann be bad in the outfield, and then there was a statistic that said otherwise. And he went apeshit on him for like I mean, a year and a half. I mean, and he
0: probably still is no, going apeshit. That, that implies he's not done. That implies it's, he's done. It's, it's, can, that's his shtick, isn't it? Like arguing with reality.
2: He is. Never letting things go.
1: Yeah. yeah. One of the most persistent people I think I've ever met in my life. Like, well beyond, I've given up an argument and have not engaged with him on something. He is still years later, what about this bullshit? You know?
2: Let's see the last
1: couple so of actions. Someday the rest of his like church elder board that he serves on is going to find out Brandon. about
2: this podcast,
0: and they're just going to be horrified. <laughs> I, I, I have a standing offer to Dan's Bar in New Trier, Minnesota, that if they're willing to give Stu and Brandon and I free burgers, I'll tell them everything I know about <laughs> Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> Who he is, how often he comes in, where he lives, just Absolutely spill all the secrets,
2: and Clarence Uh-oh, will man. never
0: ever speak to me again. At nope.
2: Ramball Stew from Clarence, please tell B I have a theory that Fibbs is worth worse than, than Hinky. <laughs> is what <laughs> worse than Hinky? Oh well, oh, I mean that's saying oh, well, that Kayton, bad. No one is worse than Hinky, but please ask B what if Fibbs is poopy at personnel stuff. Son of a bitch, Let's see, motherfucker! See. What else? What else? Oh, Rick Spielman has one more playoff victory in his career than Sam Hinkie. I say that for no other reason than to say it. So the cupboard was bare people you gave him two and a half
1: years god nobody gets it nobody gets it john including you that's
0: right (laughs) nobody understands what a genius yoko ono was the cupboard was bare and then he burned down that cupboard (laughs) and burned down the neighborhood he put
1: all those seven footers with injury issues in the cupboard the cupboard's full The I cupboard's
0: overfull. If we're referring to the Sixers feet injury and treatment
1: rooms and you know, like really important body parts, but it's full of players. Did he sign Greg Oden yet? <laughs> you know, it's an undervalued asset, man. John. And I don't Poor know if you Greg know this, Odin. an undervalued asset's a really important aspect of San uh, Antonio team building. He's the most
2: unlucky fifty-seven-year-old man <laughs> in America. Do You think Blazers fans are as salty about picking Oden as we are about picking Johnny Flynn? They no possibly. way. No. No, no, no. Not possible. Really? I mean, the Blazers also remember they also are they're you know, Sam. but they took Sam Bowie in between Hakeem Olajuwon and Michael Jordan. The so only reason they're, they're That's their thing. Well, I mean,
1: salty. It, it's it, it they can of course be sad about it, right? Because it didn't work out. But at the time, Odin was fucking unbelievable. Like, he was so good in college. My memory is that Durant was unbelievable, and Odin was tall. Durant was an unbelievable scorer. He was great. He was unbelievable. But Odin was, like, he had lost, like six games his entire life he just like commanded the game from the onset of being a kid he was so like you know a floor general type center those guys just don't come around like Akeem Olajuwon is not just like in every draft
0: I I mean Odin hit a little like Ralph Sampson to him like he looked like a really tall guy that didn't like basketball he did yeah kind of was forced to it because once you're seven feet tall,
2: yeah. you have to play basketball.
1: Talked about when he was a kid, he wanted to be a dentist or some weird thing or a psychiatrist or something. But that, he was so he
2: t- fucking he t- good. He took Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer to heart, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the unhappiest thing that ever happened to Ralph Sampson was the day he was like, well, you're over seven feet. Ah, uh, crap. Oh, no, I <laughs> that guess means I'm I mean, going to I have to this. continue playing basketball. So they can be Which salty. Is fun, but I don't want to do this all the time.
1: Like the Blazers can be salty just like, oh boy, what would have, you know, it could have been but, but at the time there's nobody that was like that's fucking bullshit as opposed right. to the Johnny Flynn pick where even in the moment and I've told this story a million times in the podcast I was at the draft party with our friend Dylan Roughcat, Cat and uh, we were booing immediately immediately and he came out David Kahn you guys are gonna love this pick you know what I'll tell you what guys the way Johnny Flynn smiled, you know, whatever. It was bad immediately. Yeah, but you you remember that, like, two minutes between
0: when they took Rubio and the sixth pick coming up, when we all thought we were going to have Rubio and Steph Curry, and yep. it was going to be the greatest thing that ever and happened. And it was just unrepentant fist-pumping the whole time, like, yes, they took Rubio, they didn't screw it up. So happy. And, and then Rubio I was still fist-pumping Curry. as
1: I was watching Johnny Flynn come up to the stage, like, we were like, I remember talking what? to Dylan of like in the middle of it. We're like, wow, Rubio and Curry. I mean, I, I mean, they're both point guards. Can they play together? I guess I don't even know. But man, Curry's going to be awesome. He but Curry's like
0: a, an unbelievable shooter. It'll be perfect for Rubio. They need an unbelievable shooter.
2: That's sixth, what we were all saying. Sixth <laughs> pick in the draft. I, I
0: don't know why I brought that up. I'm sorry. Everyone. Yeah, Dave, fucker. Let me tell you about Gary Anderson. <laughs> okay, so let's
1: move on. We it's have Pretty two hard other to miss
0: a 27 yard field goal, even if it's cold outside. It was 37.
2: He's talking about the other missed field goal. That was, no, that was 27, wasn't it? Yeah, that was 27. Yep. Let's not talk about that. So let's,
1: so we're done with Clarence trolling me. Yeah. Thank you for doing <laughs> we're that. We're done with trolling ourselves <laughs> no, on we're behalf not. of Clarence. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's what okay, we did. Okay, so yeah. two quick items, and then we'll get out of here. I'm, I'm sick of the stairs, the weird stairs here. We're, we're recording in Clada and Maple Grove. This is not a great recording space. And Any we, podcasters who are listening. It's nice that we're sitting great. like a high right over a rail so everyone <laughs> can see what we're it's in the bar a spotlight us. on us. And but it's there, quiet, there, and they there, finally put some music on, which is great. There are very good sight lines to our table. Yeah, yes. I'm getting some weird. Anyway, um, so one thing that I'm confused about as a sort of... Casual gopher football fan is that I have two things that I hear. Uh, number one, from diehard gopher fans like yourselves, the Marthallers that uh, Mitch Leidner uh, couldn't hit the broadside of a barn and is basically worthless in a he wants modern to a college offense.
0: Well, actually, I accused so that's him of being a moose. A being be a of a that's why being he
1: ate the football. Not even a human being. Okay, so yes. there's that one. And there's the other one who just this week there was, and I know it's there's a bunch of people, but he was on some sort of like finalist list for college player of the year, and another list it said he could potentially be like a draft, a draft
2: pick, like a fucking like, you know. Like a a first or second rounder. A first or second rounder. Not even like a bottom. So
1: again, that doesn't mean that it it could have been like, it could have been a blog post written by like mitch Leitner senior for all i know right <laughs> like i don't know but i'm confused at how i'm supposed to be thinking about mitch Leitner. so can you guys put him into perspective
2: for me it would be please. cool if mitch Leitner's dad who is a moose wrote a blog post <laughs> yeah with
0: those
1: huge hooves it's amazing if he's an animal stomp twice he's at it before, before if it's amazing if he's a- <laughs> he would be a great quarterback as a moose yep, you're yes. right so- i forgot that was a title of a podcast Right. <laughs> I mean, the watch
0: list thing, everybody is on the award It's, watch it's like list. N- n- 90 people, right? Yeah. I, I, like, I think I saw something today. There's there's one award that's just for like the best center in football, I believe, Remington Trophy. Yeah. So a bunch
1: of like, diehards sat in a room and said, let's just not look anything up and name players. Yeah, and if we so can think of their name, we'll put them on the list. Well, Mitch Leidner, he's yeah, been around. I mean,
0: they, they published the watch list for the Remington Tro- Award a Remington Trophy. There are 128 teams in uh, 1A football and I believe there were 63 centers on the watch list. <laughs> so I'm just saying, yeah. I think you're on the Maxwell Award watch yeah, list, right. Brandon. Here are 63 guys I'm, who are
1: definitely yeah. going to play center next Just so yeah. you know, I'm like an amazing nose tackle. Yeah, so don't uh, fucking, don't give me any shit, right. all right? Yeah, but you're I... am stocky. I
0: mean, I'm Mi- stocky. Mitch Leid. He's a senior, he's been starting since he was a freshman. There are a lot of people who are probably confused how he's still in school. I think if you're not <laughs> like a Gophers fan, he's like the football equivalent of Evan Eschmeyer. Yeah, like that he's, makes he's sense. He's just still there. Yeah. Uh, the Bob dra- Hummel? Yeah, the, the draft type I think a little bit. I mean he's got sort of prototypical NFL size. He's he's he can move. He's you know, six four, two thirty something. And he has like thirty college starts already. And so you know, you look at that and you think, well, maybe he's not that bad. And the reality At quarterback? Is, yeah.
1: He's going to be drafted as a quarterback.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the reality is he's not that bad. I don't know if he's a first-round draft pick, but if, you know, the first two guys picked this year were the, Jared Goff and a kid from NDSU, so... Carson Daly. Yeah, Carson Daly. So hey. why not Mitch Leiter, I think? I I did you not look, expect this. When you look at the me. quarterbacks who've been drafted, you do
1: start to go, well, maybe there aren't any good quarterbacks. Maybe Mitch Leitner is as good as it gets. Let me ask you something about Carson Daly, though. Has he been able to complete a pass
2: more than three yards out? I yes. think he yes. did. Guessing, did, probably. And but but Leitner like doesn't. Yeah, they had that like the his actual football, accuracy. The football championship series game they had that on ESPN. I think I saw him complete a couple of passes in that game. Like a yeah. ten yard out. Okay, so he can do that. Yeah, I
1: I, I, I don't see Leidner doing that much.
0: Yeah, and I mean it is true that every time they complete a pass across the line of scrimmage, I'm kind of
2: shocked. <laughs> yeah, they actually what? stop the game and award a football to. Yeah, um, and then he eats it. And I mean, that's it's just always now like a yeah. cake, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a little tiny
1: football cake. Like he's gonna eat it. We might as well make it healthy exactly. for him. <laughs> just pack <laughs> it full of protein powder. <laughs> 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 but he also, after I think about the
0: Northwestern game last year, actually played pretty well for the rest of the season. Really? And, you know, can move around some, is moving to an offense this year that's not solely based on punching people in the face. Is it? I don't is think.
2: It, is it a pro-style offense?
0: I don't know if it's a pro-style offense. Spread? Out spread out I, I think it's very multiple. It's going to be multiple and aggressive, just Ooh. like every other team's oh, offense. Oh no, Jed Fish is back. No, not that multiple. <laughs> not so multiple. No one knows what the formation is, and you, <laughs> all the fans learn the difference between illegal <laughs> procedure and false start because there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, and oh. I didn't know it until oh, there's Jed eight Fish was guys the in motion right now. That think, seems isn't like Jed too Fish, much. Like the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks now. No, that can't no. be true. I, he he's kept moving up. He's he's just failing he, failing upwards. Yeah, <laughs> I've. I'm still He's making Lane fun Kiffening of him. You called me a hater. So <laughs> when Just Just this recently, year I compared Jurgen Klinsmann to Jed Fish, and you called no, me that a was it. That was me calling you a hater for hating on Jurgen Klinsmann, not Jed. Fish. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So anyway, I mean, he he did spend a lot
1: of the year kind of bailing out a line that wasn't playing well. So so he has. I've always been under the impression that he is part of the problem. Well.
0: you get that impression because he plays quarterback and there's nothing I don't know if it's true in other towns but at least in this town no one likes anything more than hating the home quarterback
1: so true I mean think of the people who it looks so easy when I'm on my Barca lounger it looks so mm -hmm.
0: that guy's right there throw it to him right
1: and uh, (laughs) I mean you know
0: usually about I think it's been kind of a tradition in the last few years. The first incompletion I tweet that they should put in the backup quarterback because that's yeah. the way it is. I mean, yeah. you know, who was the most popular guy in, in town for years was Gus Ferrat. Because he yeah. was backing up Dante, and everyone it's, hated Dante. I do tweet, put in Gus every so uh, often. Yeah. <laughs> and then they actually put in Gus, and everyone went, oh, oh, oh no. Man. Oh, my God. the practice squad guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then everyone wanted Bobby Brewster in. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Or McLeod Bethel Tom- yeah. Yeah. Mar- McLeod. Or uh, Thompson. McLeod. What's his name? The guy with three names from Texas.
1: John David Booty. John David Booty. My. Booty. Booty. <laughs> what, um, Todd Bauman yeah hey, people want to Todd Bauman for sure well, that was work. like the Jackson Tavares Jackson right Steve
0: yes. did you ever go drinking with Todd Bauman when you were at St. Yes, Cloud State?
2: I, I did yes so is, is that
0: an actual thing or that is an actual not fact yeah, about yes I drank no because of the gag order. no he
2: bounced at McRudy's so hung out with him a couple of times I doubt he would remember me at all but oh you're memorable I am memorable, but, you know, not that memorable. <laughs> Todd, I don't know if you're in, like, Stillwater. They don't or... have internet in Russell, Tyler, or Ruth. Didn't? Okay. That's safe checked. That, the that whole is... Buffalo Ridge hasn't had internet since 1996. <laughs> that is true. I've been to Tyler, where the high school is,
0: <laughs>
1: and they don't have internet. So the question that I had initially, why is he on this list? We know that because almost everybody's yeah, on everyone, the list. I would...
0: I didn't look up the list, but I would guess at least other six Big Ten quarterbacks are on the list. I think they said
1: five Big Ten quarterbacks are on the list. uh And
2: he's like, this is his his third year of starting. So he's giving
1: credit just for... Okay, so that 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 part I'm not worried about. Uh Him being draft-worthy is still something I think sounds insane to me. Unless I've missed games where he looks like a professional quarterback. He looks like Tebow. He looks like Lakeville Tebow, as we call him. He's the kind of guy that NFL
0: scouts love to talk themselves into.
1: Because Just because he's, he's big
0: and he's big yeah. and he's mobile, but not that mobile, and he has got a good arm, and the fact that he, the rarely do the passes go in the direction of a receiver is yeah. not that big a deal. I mean, look at like Brock Osweiler. Yeah. You know, he, he's got drafted solely because he's very tall. Yeah, and then you know they put him in Denver, put him in down the stretch because Manning was hurt, and now the tech. What he went to Houston, right? They signed him for all the money
1: in the world. Because... Yeah. He's tall and, you know, strong. It's probably like a $400 million hard. contract with $500,000 guaranteed. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of those. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, because he's, he's he the kind like of guy it. NFL scouts just can't get enough
1: of. Sometimes they're right, though. Like Blake Bortles, we made fun of him, Bork Bladles. Yep. Uh, and he was actually really good last year. But okay. he was, like, drafted on... spec. On spec, yes. as they say.
0: I mean, there are all kinds. Sometimes of it works, I guess. NFL quarterbacks who, when they crazy. got drafted, college football fans burst out laughing because they've been watching the guy play, and they're like, "He's not any good." And sometimes you get Bork Bladels, and sometimes you get Christian Ponder. Yeah. and Sometimes you get Ryan Tannehill, Jamarcus Russell.
2: That's all. You know,
1: I know all that, that uh, Lakeville Tebow has a good arm, but I don't know if you know this, but. Um, Professionals don't care about arm strength. Did you know this? Tom Pelissero is our guy, and he told us that that doesn't actually matter at all. Can he make all the throws? Can he make all the throws? I that's hope, all that is really Clarence matters.
0: still tw- trolling Tom Pelissero over the
1: "make all the throws" comment? Oh, if the only reason he wouldn't be is because he's forgotten about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Clarence, go ahead and uh, and troll old Tom some more. Yeah. Just just for he old time's that. sake. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy.
0: Mitch Leidner can make all the throws. That throw he made to beat Michigan last year was quite something. Perfect. Right on. The I head. was thinking about that the other day, <laughs> and reminiscing about how I thought they won. No, they and then it win. turned out that they didn't win. Is, is this not? I was at policy? the game. It's my policy. They won. They. I won. was at the yeah. game. The, he threw a touchdown to Drew Olatski, and it was super exciting. Uh-huh. And then sure. the game and was, ended. The, and that because, was yeah, the, and that was <laughs> it. And they beat Michigan, and it was the best thing that ever <laughs> yeah. happened in the a week where Jerry Kilroy and some died, and we all needed something good. Oh boy. I don't know why people keep saying you know like shaking their heads when I mention that unbelievable
1: yeah. game yeah why do they keep going to the internet and yeah I, I don't, I don't get a, it you've probably confused so many people though Of like oh shit really <laughs> <laughs> oh oh
0: all right uh, just let's, tweeting at Dave no they lost yeah, I'm gonna get well actually by somebody. Oh, so yeah, if you're, you're well, no one's listening to this podcast. Yeah, actually, I, the only person who ever well
1: actually somebody is me. So <laughs> that's
0: true. It's you and Wade. Uh-huh. Wade'll well actually. It. Yeah. Thanks,
1: Wade. All right. Last topic before we're gonna get out of here. Uh, we started the show with an ask sportive from Rocket, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to end the
2: show with an ask sportive from Rocket as well. Are you yes. ready? Yes. You got it. Yes, from the only uh, 2G cell tower in Wilmington, North Carolina. Rocket asks. What is your favorite thing off of the grill? I'm going to go off the board and pick corn on the cob, although steak, ellipsis. John, what's your favorite food off the grill?
0: That's a tough question. I like many foods off the grill. Many foods are better off the grill. Can anyone name a food that is no good off the grill? Like if someone said, I'm going to grill X, you would say, that's terrible, why would you do that? Most vegetables are worse off the grill. Okay, I that's disagree a with that. Deep untruth. Why are you saying this, you John? I back.
2: completely disagree with that. <laughs> John, <laughs> they're, they're all way better terrible. terrible. Oh that's, that's just you don't like vegetables. <laughs> Lisa John is not eating his vegetables again. So please you made me something. have salad for dinner? Enjoy so your story. Saying, oh, okay, there's the truth It came out. Grilled versus heated up. I'm and trying any to think other... of what
0: food in, improves the most when cooked on a grill versus cooked on some other method. And I think it's steak. It's got to be steak. I think you're right. Steak is unbelievable grilled. But you fry it in the pan; it's not so good. You, you bake it in the you oven, need like a flat it's not iron, so
2: basically, you know, or a cast yeah. iron pan to make a good steak. Yeah, that's not on the grill. Well,
0: what that's about really like chicken? Because chicken, if you bake in the oven, tastes like depression. But if you grill <laughs> it, it's amazing. <laughs> that's true. Chicken I mean, is very much improved by the grill. It's it still is. bad,
1: though. Chicken is Dumb true. and boring, right? It, it is. Can is. It All depends. It's it all depends on the you season that's it. That's why we yeah. eat
2: it. You season it well enough to make it palatable. and then you throw it out and have a Yeah, and you're happy. Exactly. Yeah. That's the that's the key thing, but yeah, chicken is a dumb meat. It's, I it would. How it do you is, it corn is. on the cob on the grill? It's raised. So raised. He's got a he's that's, got a good point. That, is, that corn on the that cob. That may be the cooking. only smart thing Rocket has ever said. I, yeah. if it's.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like maybe there are burger purists who say you need to cook it in like a cast iron pan. Yeah. Instead of a grill, because then they well, those people shouldn't out. be listened to. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. no. There's I'm nothing wrong with cast iron. Cast iron burger is great. Yeah. I'm trying to come like, up with something. I'm not saying a cast iron burger isn't great. But if you're a burger hipster and you're like, I don't like a burger on the grill, then you're a moron. Well, no, I didn't say that. Gotta I like said that something on the grill. that's not orders of magnitude more amazing when grilled versus not grilled. But uh, even then, you uh, want to put the cast iron pan on the grill just so you don't fill your house with smoke. That's, uh, geez, I don't know. Everything's good on the grill. That's what we're coming up Asparagus with.
2: Asparagus yeah. is inedible unless it's on the grill, in my opinion. That's a good one. In that's fucking a- edible And on the grill, it's, I mean, especially, obviously, the stock is always bad. But, like, asparagus tips on the grill, phenomenal. I would say that um, one of mine would be
1: chicken wings. Oh, God. Are you going to make your wings in a couple of weeks? Um, At my party? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, Because, I mean, obviously, we have to take out deep fryer. That's not fair, right? Because everything... Everything's amazing in the deep fryer. You can't do good wings on a cast iron, and they don't taste very good in the oven, but they taste really good on a grill if you do them right. So chicken wings are really good. Yeah, it's a good one. But what would be the thing where, well, that's not even, I was going to say, like, if someone is like, soup. You go (laughs) to somebody's.
2: (laughs) There, (laughs) I I got the
0: answer. I made chili
1: on the grill, and it was (laughs) very mediocre. (laughs) So bad grilled. Swedish fish, they fucking right through. They don't maintain
2: the integrity.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You if you go to a friend's barbecue and they're like, "Hey, we're making some stuff," and they flip the grill open. What is if you see it on there? You're like, "Oh, fucking shit!" Yes, uh, it's ribeye gotta be steak.
2: Steak, yeah. It's uh, got ribeye be steak. steak. Yeah. Is, which a, is
1: also really good on a cast iron. I mean, you have to burn your house down afterwards because exactly, it smells so yeah, bad. Exactly. Like, it just ruins your house.
2: You're, uh, I you was have to have, a, like, an industrial-sized kitchen fan to, yeah, like, get yeah. that out of your house.
1: Yeah, I was uh, watching a Million Dollar Listing, and they say that every time you grill, a, uh, you put a steak in a cast iron pan in your house, your uh, home value goes down by $50,000. <laughs> yeah, every single time. Yeah, which is a fact. Makes, it's yeah, true. It, it was sense. on a Million Dollar Listing. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Which is a Bravo show, so. So They've never been wrong before. They would before. not lie about that stuff. Uh, good question. I think Great the answer question. is they're all a lot better,
2: but yeah. corn on the cob is about the as good an answer as you yeah. can get. Corn on yeah. the cob and ribeye steak off the grill, that's about as good as you can get. Turns out corn
0: on the cob was not off the board. In fact, it was very
2: much on, on the, the, board. the board. Very yeah, much Everything on the else board. was on the board. Yes, yeah, true. We like to grill is what we're saying.
0: Yes. Yeah. Just in, in case anyone was thinking that maybe they'd start a podcast that could be the most dad podcast. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. We just talked about grilling for yeah, 10 usually, minutes. Totally. Usually we're just the whitest podcast, mm-hmm. but today we were the most white dad podcast. I know, I like know. Like if we also talked about Shawshank sandals Redemption. that are not Birkenstocks <laughs> or flip-flops. What are your like favorite New Balance models? On. Yeah, exactly. I'm into the 574s. <laughs> I, I just really respect their whole catalog. <laughs> are any of us wearing
2: <laughs> New Balance 574s right now? Because uh, that would be no, perfect. I'm, I'm not not. Do you oh, buy no. a, a box set of the Band of Brothers DVDs for every room in your house <laughs> <laughs> just so you can have it there? Paranades, Band of Brothers. Strong opinions on the best yeah. lawnmower
1: brand. Non-fiction <laughs> books by former generals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I think we have talked plenty. I think so. Uh, and those
0: people who were staring at us over there left. So They're yeah. still so confused. They, they were repeatedly staring <laughs> at us. They were It wasn't notch. just like... Oh, what are they doing? And both of them look yeah. over there. Like every time you. I just sort of glance <laughs> in that direction, they were legit just straight staring at. The us.
1: joke on the internet is that everybody has a podcast. Mm-hmm. We're here to tell you, at least that is the, not true at the all. Everybody in the Twin
2: Cities, that is <laughs> every not the case. place in public
1: that we've been to, there have been some fucking stairs like we're zoo animals that have escaped, like we're four bears that are sitting down in a booth next to people and they're just like what the what the what's go what is that what are they doing over there what are they what are they talking about yeah. um, so a little bit it's like are those guys on the radio yeah. <laughs> is that sludge yeah, is is that what Dan Barrero looks are you like, like in real, real
2: life is that the meat
1: sauce oh <laughs> uh, is he screaming about uh, hold your opinions for now and don't come to don't rush a judgment that must be barrero, must be barrero. He's, he's better than fucking all of us asshole. hey listen uh, last week um, one segment that we did—it was about a 10-second segment segment—was mm-hmm. Stu um, saying some choice words to Jim Suhan. Yes, that is correct. I have those same words to say to Dan Barrero. Really? What after are they, these Brandon? past two days? Fuck you, Dan Barrero. And Jim's doing last week. This week is fuck you, Dan Barrero. So I, uh, I'll i be quick. I don't, I don't listen to him much. I listen to him when big things happen in the news because I always disagree with them. but I also find it really important to listen to people that you disagree with to understand other points of view. And this whole point of view for the past two days with these two things have been like, let's got to hear both sides sort of deal mm-hmm. and let's... And I just think it's uh, not helpful and selectively most privileged trying to yeah possibly just take. just an asshole move. So I think he's being a total dick, and immediately to say the news and then start complaining about like what it means for him of like you can't even why can't I just not have an opinion on this these days whatever like again like making it about himself made me mad I'm upset so fuck you Dan Barrio. This won't happen in Harold Stassen's America. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> is Harold Stassen dead? I yes, feel like he's he dead. is. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's why he's
1: not running this year. He died. <laughs> but it didn't stop him before. That's true. <laughs> anyway, all right. That's a Love good one you guys. Then. Appreciate it. Later scooters.
0: I want to say goodbye one more time. Goodbye.